What's the name of the song again, Bundes? It's called Disco Tits. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Uh, makes sense, because did she just say her nipples are hard? Yeah. Great. <laughs> it's a great little uh, song to get you kind of pumped up for the week. Oh, you know? baby. Tove Low. I haven't heard from her in a while. You say hi, we stay high. You look so pretty, yeah. I'm sweat from head to toe. I'm wet through all my clothes. I'm fully charged. You know what I was thinking about is, uh, Bunnis was talking about how he's heading out with the boys this weekend. Mm-hmm. Do the boys know you don't eat meat anymore, Bundus? Is that, uh, oh, shit. Is that gonna, like, raise some eyebrows with the crew? Like, when they order the tomahawks? The fleet of tomahawks the come in? I have not told them yet. Oh, and the, man. the amount of insults I am preparing myself that are going to be hurled at me. Are they going to rip into you a little oh. bit? I mean, look, I, it's probably the best way to go. I, there's no question that being a vegetarian is healthier if you do it right. It's probably better for the planet if you do it right as well. But um, have you thought but, about you being know, like, a, pes- like. a pescatarian? The fit, just eating. Oh, you don't eat fish. I don't like fish. Yeah, 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 mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you're going to order salad. I'm going to order salad, maybe a cauliflower steak. No. <laughs> cauliflower wings. I had actually cauliflower wings for the first time. They were excellent. What are cauliflower? <laughs> I know a cauliflower steak is just a slice of cauliflower that's super seasoned and like, you know, yeah, you it's the cut same, it. Same thing with a wing. You get a cauliflower and it's got like a light breading on it. Sauce, wing and sauce. sauce and yeah. It oh yeah, that would be much, good. Yeah. It tastes very much like a wing. It's pretty, it's pretty good. I um, loved good seasoned cauliflower. Like if you get it at a, like a Mediterranean restaurant oh, or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's tough because I do really like the taste of meat, um, but it's just, it, it was a health thing. Like I just, I found that I was always having headaches and that like every time I ate meat, I started to feel sick after eating it. Like, wow. And what kind of eat, meat were you eating though that made you feel sick? I, I, I was I, like bloated and fat and like mm-hmm. sluggish and like... Is it the pepperettes, though? I mean, like, that kind of meat could give you headaches because there's so many nitrates in it. Like, any meat that they can sell in a plastic bag and put it on a shelf unrefrigerated is is loaded with so much stuff that mm-hmm. it's... Like, I for the, forever, uh, when my migraines were more prevalent, I stayed away from any meat that was, like, high in nitrates. So your anything pepperonis... Anything super processed, hot yeah. dogs, yeah. Uh, yeah, like anything with, like, lots of... Uh, that needed to... Bacon. That didn't need to be refrigerated. Bacon I would stay away from, although I now eat that, and I now eat pepperettes, and I now eat pepperoni, and all that stuff is pretty good. Yeah. Did you... Did you find like if you had like a just a small lean tenderloin or something you'd have an issue? Uh, not usually if it was like a small cut, no. Like, um, it, but it was made like a burgers or if I was I don't know burgers if it was, like, too, eh? Some of the chicken that like I was eating, maybe it was the way I was like soaking like or 
having it, it just, I don't know. It just, my body wasn't, wasn't enjoying it the same way that it used to. I used to hmm. be able to eat it and have no problems. And for some reason, it's not going down the same way anymore. Yeah. I just wonder if, like, I remember last year I was staying at my sister's farm a lot and they have um, a farm in the neighborhood that sells like Wagyu steaks. And the guy has the Wagyu cows on his property, butchers them and sells the steaks. Like, I wonder if you were having something right like pure fresh like that if it would affect your body although it's funny i remember we went up we had heard that it can be a little bit expensive yeah and we went in and we were having like a couple people for a barbecue and we i don't know we bought like i don't know five steaks it was six hundred dollars six yeah i'm like we're gonna put a couple of those steaks back (laughs) thank god he didn't cut them fresh for us they were already cut oh my god like okay no so then we spent four hundred dollars which i still thought was ridiculous and then when people came over we're like we have to explain to them that yeah, these yeah, are, yeah. so they're not just like you know you know what the pressure though to cook that wagyu meat would be Fuck. it would be like knowing that if you screw up and overcook it that it might as well be just double a you know on sale at Loblaws kind of meat yeah you know what he recommended we do we put a cast iron pan we do it in a cast iron pan with just like yeah. a little bit of butter yeah and i will tell you it was out of this world yeah. they were so delicious you know you can buy why are we doing this to bundus yeah you can buy a whole (laughs) chunk of wagyu meat at costco so yeah you can buy like a whole rib a steak steak? uh, you know it it would be enough probably to do like i would say four really thick steaks or five like decent sized ones how much um like 150 maybe 140 (sighs) yeah like totally reasonable i almost bought some the other day actually i was like i gotta see what this is all about yeah but you you see it in the meat like the 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 marbling of the fat which is what makes it so tender and so amazing is like out of control yeah you almost see more white than red when you're looking at the wagyu meat versus like the regular triple a it's one of those steaks where if you're chewing on the fat like you chew the fat because it's just so good and it's like they massage the cows to get it to be like come on that's (laughs) not true 100 they massage the cows they massage them. They massage them. And I remember saying, talking to the Wagyu farmer personally. Yeah, this is what he told you when he right after he told you it was six hundred dollars. You know, I have to give them one hour of massages no, every look day. Look it up. They literally massage them. And he said, like, oh God, I've got like six calves. Like he was like, oh, like it was gonna be too much work to keep the massages up because he had so many calves that season. Okay, you, you want to dive down this hole? Yeah, a little tell bit? me if you have to massage them. Okay, although not all Wagyu rumors are true, cows are indeed, in some instances, fed beer in order to stimulate appetite. And I guess because they probably want to get really fat, right? Like they don't want them to have like tons of muscle. Uh, some farmers routinely massage their cows in order to relieve stress, <laughs> which some people think can tighten the meat. Mm, Uh, This guy gave them a gentle rub. Wagyu beef is instantly recognizable due to its heavily marbled appearance. And it's the presence of, uh, I guess, this uh, intramuscular fat, Mm -hmm. which gives the meat its unique markings and the -the melt-in-the-mouth texture. Do you think, Bundes, if there was like a special meat that, you know, you guys bought? Because I know you do that sometimes. You order like a steak, expensive steak for everyone. That you would have some, or are you like, you're off? 
You know what? It's funny. Um, I've been probably doing this for just over two months now. And as I have cut meat out of my life, the further I've gone on, the more I have started to like listening to you guys talk about that right now was actually making me sick. Yeah, it kind of makes me sick too. Really? Talking about yeah, like, like fat and stuff like that. No, but really? it's like talking about like massaging a cow to get the stress out of it before they slaughter oh, yeah, it. Like yeah. it wow. was it, like now that I've not been eating it, it's really dawned on me the fact that we go into a grocery store and there's a bunch of animals that have been butchered and put there on display for us to just munch on mm-hmm. like that has really become apparent to me late as of late where i used to be like someone who was like fucking give me the biggest piece of meat you can yeah yeah now you're more conscious of it um i'll tell you that the the thing that almost convinces me to be a vegetarian every time mm-hmm. is when i pass one of those trucks on the 401 with like all the animals in it I i'm just know. like you know i'm one of those people i know y- y- if you're a vegetarian and you're listening to this or a vegan um, you know a pita supporter you could probably direct me to about like 15 or 30 different documentaries about where our food comes from that would totally, you know, turn me off meat. Mm-hmm. But because I enjoy it so much, I, I, I believe that ignorance is bliss <laughs> and I don't want to see any of that. I just want to keep my head down. I mean, I we have made a conscious effort in our house to reduce our meat consumption. Yeah. And we're trying to do more meatless meals. Yeah. But I'm still enjoying it a little too much. Um, maybe once, maybe as our kids get a little older and I feel like they don't need as much like of the protein and stuff. And I'm sure you could argue that with me as well, but maybe one day we will. But when I pass those like pigs in the trucks on the 401 and it's like a hot day and they all have their snouts out the little holes, man, I'm like, God, why are we eating meat? Why are we doing this? And for me, I'm like, I I appreciate buying from, you know, I would rather pay the $600 to the local farmer who's farming himself than to go buy it at Costco because it just feels right and it feels more connected. You look at like what goes on in, you know, farming, like mass farming, mass production of meat and those, the chickens and the cows that are all stuffed and crammed into places that are just awful. I, we definitely have it wrong. We have it, we, we're doing it wrong. And then, you know, not using the whole animal. That's wrong too. Like we only want this cut. This is my favorite cut. Yeah, I like they use the whole animal. They eventually do. Yeah. You might not, mm-hmm. but they do. I mean, what do you think hot dogs are? It's like all the extra stuff that no, they can, you have no use for. No, seriously. Good point. Sausages and ground beef, and there's different grades of ground beef, which is all, it all gets used. You know how they would uh, give chickens hormones, though, so they couldn't even stand properly because there's such a demand for, like, big, plump breasts. You know? That's wrong. <laughs> Seems wrong to me. Yeah. Well, let's not talk about this anymore. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to get into this right now. Okay, but I do want to know. Like, I so do you now refer to yourself as a vegetarian, or are you just experimenting without meat, Bundes? Like, have you I've, fully committed to this now? Do you think? I think I've crossed that line, and I've become a vegetarian at this point. Wow. Like, at first, it was like uh, I'm just trying this to see like if it works for, in terms of how I feel, mm-hmm. and uh, it's gone on long enough now that I don't have a desire to eat meat anymore. I just I kind of almost feel guilty now, like I was saying, like yeah. eating it. What about the Friday night lady friend? Uh, she still does. I and so does everybody that like is around me. And it doesn't bother me that other people are eating it in front of me. I'm not like weird about it. Mm. Um, it's pretty easy to accommodate. Like we're about to spend a weekend with um, two of my daughter's friends. 
Um, and they're both vegetarian. And uh, we'll just do the whole weekend like vegetarian. We don't need to. Have, there's lots of things you can eat. Now, I don't have to worry about you know, making sure they have enough lentils and all that other stuff for a weekend. I can do pizza and pasta and, mm. you know, grilled cheese sandwiches and right. poutine as long as the gravy's not made from like beef fat and mm-hmm. oh, that like, kind of stuff. Yeah. Like I, I was at a barbecue, you know, just on uh, this past weekend at my parents' place with a bunch of family and like they were all eating burgers and chicken and stuff like that. And it didn't bother me that they were cooking that stuff around me. I just had like, you know, the salads and there was a couple of um, like the Beyond Meat type ones that they got for me and they just threw them on the grill. Yeah. One of those. It was fine. Yeah. But so, the bros, the bros. The bros are going to fucking light me up. Are you going to just like. Like uh, literally, they'll set you on fire because yeah. they do that from time to time. I mean, they would, they would <laughs> light you up for anything. And it's not that I'm sure if any of them was individual with you, they would just be like, oh, interesting. You know, but they're going to do it. Yeah, together. Gang, it's like the yeah. perfect storm of yeah. just there's an entry point in or, into ripping Bundus, whether they even agree with it or not. Yeah. They'll take advantage of it. I'm done. Yeah. Record some audio, will you? <laughs> yeah, just lay your phone down when you tell them, guys, I just need to tell you something. I'm a vegetarian. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, oh, boy. Well, who knows? Right. Maybe some of them have some changes to tell you, too, right? Maybe. People changed over the pandemic. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I don't, you know what? Beyond Meat Burgers, I've had them. They're pretty good. We, you know, that's part of like where our meatless plan is. Sometimes, when we, a lot of the time, when we have burgers now, they're not beef burgers; mm. they're meatless, and uh, they're not like super cheap to buy. But uh, you put enough condiments on there, you don't even realize what you're eating. You know, yes, there you go. You know, you feel like the texture of meat, but right. um, yeah, you're tasting all that mustard and mayo and. Uh, banana peppers and grilled onions. Oh, the onions. Oh, yeah. Oh, baby. My nipples are getting hard. Oh. (laughs) Those disco tits of yours. (laughs) (laughs) the name of the song. Disco tits. Great name. You look so pretty. Yeah. I'm sweating from head to toe. Thanks for this one, Bundes. Yeah. That's funny. The Daily Take Two is coming up next. It's Tucker and Mora along with Professor Bundes. Something big is going down this weekend. We wanted to warn you in advance. What? Okay. Lock up your daughters. Lock the, up your wives. Oh. The, uh, <laughs> the douchey shirts are coming out of the closet. Uh, the wads of cash are being withdrawn <laughs> from the banks because <laughs> Bundes is getting together with the boys. Yeah. <laughs> Bar and Grill. Guess who just got back today? Okay, so the girlfriends, boy. the girlfriends are coming. No, no girlfriends. <laughs> no girlfriends. Oh, hang on, I wasn't ready for that. Guess who just got back today? 
Buffett? Tell me the chemise terrible is coming out. <laughs> yeah. I, I just might have to break it out, yeah. Please do. Yeah, oh, I think I might go white pants, too. Oh, oh yes. Like a bold statement. Hey, look at me, girls. Bold. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. And you're going to do like the two to three hour shower prep beforehand. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Shave every inch of my body. Shave the whole Trim body. Give myself another fade. Wash the Corvette oh. before I go out. All is love. Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. No more. What? I'm going to oil my skin down too before yes. I put the chemise terry blonde this so that is... nice V is shiny. Oh my God. This is the jam. This is, this the, is the song. The this, this is the song. Okay. Okay. Where are you guys headed? What? You got a couple of spots you're going to hit? How's this going to work? Uh, Brendan, I don't know exactly where we're going for dinner yet. Brendan is working on fi- figuring out the reservations, but I'm sure that after dinner, we're going to end up somewhere and there'll be a lot of drinking involved. Oh my God. Who knows what else? So. Well, we know uh, Brendan right now is just looking for the glow of the flames outside the restaurant <laughs> to decide what's going to be open. Which one has the biggest glow? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the oh bigger my. the flame, the more the crew is attracted to that location. Like a moth to a flame. <laughs> to quote Madonna. Yeah. <laughs> Is, oh I, I'm just wondering, like, um, is the Friday Night Lady Friend like a little almost jealous that this is the first real opening weekend in forever and you're taking that time with the boys and that she's not a part of it? You know what? It worked out perfectly. She went up to a cottage with her sisters and some friends and stuff, so she's not even around. Oh. What is Yes, funness. This is the funness we love. Uh, the funness on the town. The wonder. Yeah. Oh, baby. Are you like going to wear a new cologne or anything? Like anything special happening that it's gonna, you're going to do differently? Everything that I'm going to be wearing is new. Like I literally bought a whole, like a whole, whole new, new summer outfit. wardrobe that I what haven't been able that? to wear. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to wearing it all. Oh my god! Oh, watch out! Watch wait, out. wait! I feel like Tucker and I should get to pop in on this at some point just to check in on the crew. Mora, they don't want me. Everything's going don't great. Hey. Is, is no that Tucker over here? <laughs> hey, hey guys. Hey guys. <laughs> it's Tucker and Mora. I just thought we'd uh, show yeah. up just to say hi. Is there room for on? us here? Can we sit down too? I'm sure if we brought that table over here, we might be able to like join you guys uh, if you want. Uh, uh, security. Security. All right. All right. Oh, that's exciting. It's exciting to have plans. Oh. It's exciting to have plans. Isn't it? Yeah. I'm so pumped for you, man. Dang. Man, I'm super pumped too. Tucker Amora, because everything that is old is new again on television. MTV bringing back cribs. Yes, get to go check out the crib of some celebs. I'd love to see Oprah Winfrey's crib. Oh. I'd love if they would go into that like massive estate she has in California. Yeah, That'd and be... Taylor Swift owns several different properties. Yeah. She would never agree to that. No. Another crib I would love to see is uh, Mila Kunis's crib. Really? With, With Ashton, Ashton Kutcher? Kutcher? Why would you want to see that one? Because my Architectural Digest magazine showed oh. up recently to my doorstep and... 
I gotta say, their place was on the cover. Architectural Digest magazine just arrived, everybody. I'm gonna need some time alone. Just me and Architectural Digest. That was the somebody, biggest ween thing I've ever heard anybody somebody, say. Somebody pour me a big glass of milk. I'm gonna sit in the corner with Architectural Digest Guys, and just get lost in the architecture of structures. What a nerd. I am Seriously. not a nerd. I, I will lend you my magazine and you will you will be inspired. Be Would you like inspired. to buy a copy? I'd be happy to lend it to you, but please make sure you give it back. I have a collection and I don't want to have one removed from it. I literally asked for this a subscription for this magazine for a Christmas present, okay? I'm Nerd obsessed. Alert. <laughs> alert. Anyways, it gave a tour of uh, their it, like amazing. Did you keep it right beside your copies of Popular Science? Oh. <laughs> Popular Science or Architectural what? Digest? What is so nerdy about that? They did a tour of Drake's place in Toronto. Before I'm... it was built or what? No, afterwards. Yeah. He was on the cover of Architectural Digest. <laughs> Suck on that. Just go to Instagram yeah, to see seriously. that. Like, you sub <laughs> to Architectural Digest. Let me tell you something. I could you know go what? to Instagram, but they were just reposting <laughs> the original post from Architectural Digest. The truth is, the truth yeah. is, Architectural Digest tried to post them on Instagram, but they don't know how to set up the account yet. <laughs> Can you believe this, guys? Oh, do I put that as a... What's a story versus a post? Uh, I don't know. Anyone know how to use Instagram here? Okay, Emily just texted. She says yeah. she loves AD, which is if you're on the inside, <laughs> you call it AD. You don't call it Architectural Digest magazine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You <laughs> she says, I love it. Don't listen to them. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, the, Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher's place looks dope. Looks swanky well, and they, super I mean, stylish. He's worth a ton of dough. I mean, yeah. she is as well, but he is like They're a smart. huge investor. He's a uh, venture capitalist. I mean, the whole acting thing is very much like a pet project now for all the other stuff. He was an early investor in Uber. I mean, all kinds of things, mm-hmm. right? Anyway, yeah, I'm sure it's a pretty sick place. Do you want to hear where they're actually going, though? Yeah. Because none of those people are on this list right now. Martha Stewart's palatial oh God. estates I will mean... be showcased. The crib from the one and only star of Jersey Shore, Snooky. Okay. Oh, please. <laughs> now, that's a house I don't want to see. Rick Ross? You want to see his pad? <laughs> Actually, I wouldn't mind seeing Rick Ross's okay, Rick place. Ross's crib okay. is going to be featured this season. Big Sean. Nice, yeah, You'll nice. be able to go inside there. Yeah. JoJo Siwa. Okay. Scott Disick? No. Boo. Evan Ross? Mm-hmm. Boo. Ashley Simpson? <laughs> Ashley Simpson? Come on. Jessica Simpson, maybe. Ryan Lochte? Who? He's a like famous swimmer. 12-time Olympic medalist. So he's like, if they um. can't get Michael Phelps, they get Ryan Lochte. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. Luke. I mean, look, who's going to let them in their house? Not anyone. Not, not they, all the big stars. All the big stars save it for Architectural Digest. Luke just texted AD's us. here, everybody. <laughs> he says there must be a lot of houses that have sticks and a vase in AD magazine. <laughs> you guys have no idea. Tucker Amora, man, Bundes just blew my mind.
He uh, he uh, <laughs> he just unveiled some information that I've been waiting to hear for quite a while. I, I kind of forgot I've about it. I tuned you two out. Oh I, boy! I just hear you should hear them off the air. They're talk. I knew it. I knew you guys were talking about fighter jets and Top Gun. I'm like, oh, here we go. So, um, I'm a big fan of Flight Simulator. I have my uh, pilot's license on uh, an earlier edition of Flight Simulator. Mm-hmm. I think it was like the 2001 edition or something. Anyway, like 100 years ago, I did it. And um, Xbox, the new Xbox, announced that they were going to come out with this brand new flight simulator that's been available on PC computers for the last, I don't know what, like half a year? Yeah, about that. They've got an Xbox version of this flight simulator. More, it's epic. Clemens and I were just watching the trailer for it, for the, like, the gameplay from an Xbox point of view. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then right at the end of it, they show uh, that in the fall, there's going to be a free Top Gun expansion pack! <laughs> what? I feel the need, the need for speed! Yeah! Hey, Bundus, Bundus, you can be my wingman. <laughs> you can be my... Oh! I hope it has an expansion pack where you can drive around on a motorcycle without a helmet. In a leather bomber Like, just as like a free little side expansion pack on your way to the uh, airport to jump in your F-18. Seeing F-14 Tomcat taking off beside you? Get that fist up? Yeah! Yeah! (laughs) So two weeks, eh? What did it say? July 27th? July 27th. It releases to Xbox and on Game Pass, too. I wish I could make the Bundus excited noise. When he gets that excited. Oh, my wife is going to love this. Yet another thing where I like totally what, disappear into the basement. Like, what a time sink. If there's oh. any game that's a time sink, it's Flight Simulator. Oh, jeez. You can fly in real time around the world. <laughs> what does that mean? You'll just be gone forever? If I fly to, like, Singapore... I'm gone for, you know, what, 14 hours? <laughs> like 14 hour flight in a video game. I don't think I have the patience. I think Why I'll be doing lots of flights. Why would you want to do that? Why would I want to do that? I, I, I'm more interested in takeoff and landing and right. stuff. And flying. The graphics, like you're flying through cities, it looks almost real. It's really? unbelievable. It's crazy. And, you know, normally with flight simulators, the good ones, you're always stuck on a computer, um, on like a PC computer or maybe a Mac. Yeah. But uh-huh. you're, the screens, I mean, most of the time you had just a computer screen in front of you. Now you can play it. On your, you know, 65, 70, 80 inch TV, 4K. I used to know a guy who was super into flight simulators and stuff like that. Guess what? Biggest loser ever. (laughs) Easy over there, Architectural Digest. (laughs) Big nerd. Just because we were ripping on you for Architectural Digest, good luck trying to beat us down on this one. Oh my god. All right. Yeah. <laughs> They're excited. With the province set to move into stage three tonight at midnight, have strip clubs crossed your mind? I mean, dance clubs are allowed to reopen, so what about the strip clubs? Well, here's your answer, my friends. Oh, you got one for us. Fillmore's in Toronto have okay. a sign out front that reads 
We are waxed, we are vaxxed, and we are ready to party! Oh yeah! We wax and we vax at the same time. Especially when we're talking about the lovely candy. Are you guys ready for the snow dance? I can't hear you behind those masks. So. Yeah, what's the deal? Another sign reads, you want to get a lap dance? Get yourself a vaccination. Does that have the same ring as the other one? (laughs) (laughs) They forgot to rhyme that one, I think. (laughs) (laughs) You want yourself what? Yeah, that that one's on, like, not as busy of a street. You know, it's kind of on a corner. That one's off to the side. But here's the thing. Sorry, what does it say? It says, want a lap dance? Want a lap dance? Get vaccinated. Want a lap? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think uh, of what could be. Uh, well, shoot us your text yeah. suggestion if you have it's one like for it, that. It needs to like be like if you you want a lap dance, then get a vax lance. You know, like <laughs> lance. <laughs> yeah, I want to get uh, close. Get your nose. Get, get your, your nose. <laughs> oh my God, we did it! All right. We did it. You want to get close and touch that? Well, you gotta get your dose and <laughs> love that. You're I, don't, stuck, I, don't you're stuck. I don't know. I'm, I'm stuck here. What do I want to do? All right. All right. Oh my God. Can we get a hashtag going or what? Want to get close? Get your dose. What about you want to go VIP? There's got to be something that works with that. Go right? VIP. You want to go VIP? Mm-hmm. You better. Not forget your Phi Z. <laughs> no, no, no. So they're AZ. You're AZ. AZ, right? AstraZeneca. No, 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 yeah. Welcome to the fabulous Fillmore's. Oh, yeah. You want to go VIP? You better not forget your AZ. Even though it's not as good as the other ones. We know that by now, don't we? I think it's pretty obvious, yeah. <laughs> No, no. The uh, AstraZeneca vaccine, by the way, is the equivalent of the first dance you're going to see from the uh, strippers. And then uh, the second dance where they start to take stuff off, that'll be like the Moderna. And then when they get fully naked, now we're talking Pfizer, baby. Oh, yeah. It's Tucker and Mora. You may have heard there was uh, like this one Burger King location where all the staff, everybody quit at the same time. They put up a sign that said, we all quit. Sorry for the inconvenience. I guess the person who was running that uh, location hadn't fixed the air conditioning, had understaffed the kitchen for the big rushes. It was a bad situation in there. (laughs) Somebody went to the hospital for dehydration because it was so hot in the kitchen. Anyway, they had enough. And it just made me think about, like, what are, you know, the terrible working conditions that you've had to face? Mm -hmm. Don't tell us the name of the business, but just tell us uh, what went down. And Sean, you got one for us? Okay, I got a real hot one. So I just finished the shift right now at a Hamilton steel mill. I've worked at many jobs that were hot before. I, I worked as a jail guard. I'm telling you, this is the toughest job I've ever had. Really? Tougher than being a jail guard. Yeah. Yeah, I actually chose this career over being a jail guard. I was working both at the same time, and I was weighing my options. So 
Maybe my options weren't the best, but I uh, carried on. When when you say jail guard, uh, I know that's kind of like a slang term. Were you at like a full-on institution, like a correctional officer? Yeah, I worked at uh, Maplehurst Correctional Complex there in Milton. I was a correctional officer. Oh, wow. Oh, the one right off the 401 there? Yep. Man, nice baseball field there, I feel like, every time I drive by. (laughs) It's a nice place, but uh, not so much nice people, but... I mean, when you work in a steel mill, of course, you know, Hamilton, Steeltown, I know that. I've never actually been inside a facility, but anytime I see something on TV or in the movies, people working in those kind of conditions, they have that giant bucket of liquid metal, and (laughs) and it just, like, is pouring out, and it almost looks like volcano lava. Yes. Guys, I couldn't even describe to you the first time i walked in there i was in complete awe i couldn't believe that there was a facility that held all this stuff exactly what you're saying is exactly what it is big giant 320 uh, ton steel metal molten lava ladles is what they call it people ever bring out marshmallows and uh, chocolate and graham crackers <laughs> oh, we yeah we do have the occasional uh, hot dog roast in there but uh, other than that it's more so work <laughs> are you allowed to um use any of the liquid steel to make your own sword or anything like that <laughs> uh, <laughs> i wish I wish. Wow. Yeah, just like pour your own designs, yeah, do some design. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, it's not that fun, but. <laughs> Thanks a lot for calling in. Appreciate it. Man, you guys have a great day. Thanks for getting me on. Appreciate it. Bobby Jean just sent us a text. She says, I own a dog treat manufacturing company and we make bully sticks for dogs. Do you know what a bully stick I is? I have no idea what a bully stick we is. We just found out. I think it's like a. Yes. Bull uh, testicles. It's, uh, it's yeah, a bull penis or something get, She's like about that. to get into that. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> she anyway, says, I, I didn't know you were she... getting into the specifics, okay? Yeah. Well, she says, my workers have to trim close to a ton of bull penises every single week. Well, let me tell you something. If you're working at that location... Mm-hmm. Dogs really appreciate them. Those bully sticks. They're like, they love them? They love them. It looks a little bit like a mix between leather and a pepperette. Yes. And, but it's super, yes. like you can't just bite it and eat it in a second. You got to work at chewing it. And yeah. It reminds me of a pepperette. Fundus <laughs> <laughs> yeah. likes that. You know he likes that. Fundus loves the pepperettes. <laughs> or at least he did when he used to eat meat. <laughs> We've been talking about the toughest working conditions you've ever had to deal with. You know, some days here can be a real grind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, uh, when we go to leave the building here, uh, Moore and I are on the eighth floor. You want to hear about tough working conditions? We got four elevators that go down. Only one of them will go to the parking garage. Okay. <laughs> so when we call an elevator to leave, sometimes we get the elevator that doesn't go to the parking garage. <laughs> So we got to get off on the ground floor and then we have to take a staircase down another two sets of stairs in order to get to our vehicles in order to leave the underground garage. It's a nightmare, guys. Dylan, tell us about uh, your tough working conditions. I've been changing tires for about 10 years now and uh, I had to go to the uh, waste transfer station where they drop all the garbage to get out of the cities. Okay. And I had to actually go change some tires on one of the trucks there. And I had some maggots actually fall out from the side of the trailer onto me. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Is this a scene out of a horror movie? Oh, no. I wish I could say it was. No, it's always 
in the garbage yards, it's always like that, though. You have food scraps, yeah. um, animals. I've had uh, a baby diaper before. <laughs> like, so when you you don't bring the trucks to your facility and just lift them up like they uh, do at a dealership or something? Uh, no, not if they blow a tire or uh, need a tire repair on site. We do the mobile uh, mm. repairs. Yeah, so like if he's if he blows a tire while he's in the landfill or anything like that, he's kind of... Yeah, you got to get in there. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> yeah, not a fun time, though. Not a fun time, but <sighs> love what I do, but... <laughs> what would you prefer, maggots or the diaper? <laughs> you had to pick one. Oh, I'd go to diaper any day. Really? Oh, boy. Interesting. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Dylan, thanks, oh, yeah. man. I don't like bugs. I don't like <laughs> Appreciate it. No problem. Thank you, guys. You guys are great. It's Tucker and Mora in the morning. Energy 95.3. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.